Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All Points Road Trip Podcast. My name is Lacey Lee Elliott, and here I will be sharing some of my metaphorical as well as real-life road trips through this thing that we call life. Today, I want to talk to you about happiness, and more specifically, how we can be happier. And my reason for talking to this, talking to you about this today is because I always thought I was a happy person. I mean, I know that I've had a lot of shit happen in my life the last little while. I know that I've had my moments of being down and I've had moments of depression and I know that. But I thought overall I was a happy person. I really would have used that to describe myself. But recently I had two very dear friends tell me the complete opposite. My first friend specifically said he missed the old Lacey who was always dancing and carefree and easygoing and didn't complain so much. The other friend said it seems as if I'm never going to be content. It seems like I'm always upset or sad in my life with somebody or something else and I'm not very happy. And I felt like I had been slapped across the face when both of these friends I care a lot about and who I know would never ever say anything purposely to hurt me were just being honest with me that this is this is how they saw me. I probably looked like a deer in the headlights and I will be honest I went upstairs and I cried. <laughs> I went upstairs and I cried and I thought this is crazy and then as I sat there crying feeling sad for myself, I realized that maybe, maybe quite possibly, um, they were right. And I, I was thinking about the last year of my life and all the crap that has happened. And I started to think about if I'm not happy, like if I'm not a happy person, my friends are not seeing me as happy, then what am I? And immediately, these words came to my mind, broken, hurt, abused, angry, brain tumor, single, lonely, scared, anxious. And these are words that are definitely not things that are happy or joyous or bring smiles to people's minds. And these are the words that I've been using to describe myself and describe my life the last God, almost 13 months now. I I realize that I've been letting the bad things that have happened to me turn me into an unhappy person. Those bad things were starting to define who I was and how I lived my life. I was letting them overpower the good stuff. And I know, I know at my core that I am a good person. I know I am. And in fact, I'm confident that all of us are. I mean, look at young children and toddlers. They laugh and dance and be weird and do silly things and really just don't give a crap about what anybody else thinks. It's not until they grow up and start to discover shame or guilt that this goes away. So I have really the last couple of weeks had to do some research and some more work on myself because I don't 
I'm not an unhappy person and I don't want people in my life to think that about me. I think the first thing, I know the first thing is admitting it. It's similar to Alcoholics Anonymous, but admitting that I have a problem, admitting you have any problem is always the first step and that's it. I have been unhappy for a long time in my life. And falling into a place of unhappiness is easy. And you know what I'm talking about. It's easy to be miserable. It's easy to be sad and eat crappy food and miss the gym and cry in bed at night. Like it's really easy. I don't understand because it doesn't feel good. I definitely don't like how it feels. So I, for me anyway, like falling into this place, it just seems like a hole, like a big hole. And every time I look up, it just seems like that blue sky is getting further and further away. It felt like shittier and shittier things were happening to me. So it just was easier to be miserable because more bad stuff was happening than try to be happy. Now, I hate it. Like, I hate it with every inch of my being when people would tell me, oh, you just have to choose to be happy. Fucking bullshit. Now, here's what I'm learning about this. I, a few years ago, was in a severe state of depression. Not sadness, not being unhappy, but depression. And it was like, it was like being trapped in a cage that I was locked away in the dark and there would never, ever ever be a chance of finding a key and getting out. Now, depression is different than sadness or being unhappy. And I went on medication, I got counseling, and this is not what I'm talking about. And if you right now are listening to this and you are feeling depressed, then please reach out for help. There are so many resources in Canada and the United States. There's counseling, don't be afraid to ask for help because depression is something you can't fix on your own. So I'm not talking about depression. I'm talking about that feeling of being unhappy. Just the case of the blues that will not go away. When you're feeling sad or more so just unhappy, unlike depression, you still go out and you're living your life and you're going to work, you're following the rules, doing the routine, but there's this little piece in your heart at the end of the day that isn't happy. Depression takes over your whole body. And again, if you are feeling extreme depression or suicidal, then reach out to a professional in your area. Being sad, being unhappy is actually quite simple. And the one thing that I used to hate people telling me is actually very true. The first step to being happier is choosing to be happy. Choosing to be happy instead of sad. It is so easy, like I said, to give in to those negative labels. We hear them, we see them, we use them, and it's easy to just let them start define us. The thing is, with sadness and some unhappiness, 
you are going to have to make a conscious effort to choose in some moments to not be sad. When it feels like the whole world is against you, you just have to close your eyes and think happy thoughts. And I know this is not necessarily an easy task, but the more you do it, I can tell you the easier it will become. And what I'm going to suggest to make this easier is in moments when you are feeling happy, when you're watching your children or your dog, you're smelling your baby, you're hugging your partner, you're eating your favorite dessert in the whole world. When those moments are upon you, take a second to store them. Take a second to look around you and see how it smells and sounds and feels and take a deep breath and say, this is a happy feeling. <sighs> this moment, I feel so happy. So when something happens, when you're having a bad moment, it's a lot easier to reach back into your mind and pull those thoughts out. It's a lot easier to bring that happy thought into that present moment and let it overpower the feeling of sadness. Number two, be grateful. Be grateful. I want to like yell this at the top of the towers and say be grateful because no matter how bad things can get, they can always get worse. Now, I'll be honest, I've thrown myself some pretty good pity parties, an abusive relationship, failed marriage, miscarriage, no job, no house, the list, I could continue, the list could go on and on and on. And I have had to take the time every day to be grateful for what I have, a roof over my head, a cool roommate, a great dog, a new job, I'm healthy now, I have a good group of solid friends, I have a little bit of money in the bank. I have food on the table and clothes on my back. I thought this was kind of a hokey, weird thing to do, but I've realized from talking to clients, it is something that we don't consciously do. So when we're feeling pity, we don't realize how many great things we have. And I know when it's dark that it is so easy to focus on the hardships and the different, the disappointments. And it's okay. Take a moment to feel sad or scared or angry or hurt, but choose to move on and be grateful for what you do have. A friend of mine recently lost her son. We went out for coffee one day and I hugged her and told her how impressed I was with her strength. She shrugged it off and she said some days she doesn't eat and she lays in bed and is miserable. But other days, she says she gets up and she thanks God that she had 20 years with him. And that when he did die the last few months of his life, that he wasn't in pain, he wasn't suffering. She said she was truly grateful for that. And that is why she was able to get out of bed. She wanted to turn his death into something greater something meaningful and not ruin it and tarnish it with her negativity and sadness. And she said her son would not want her to feel that way. And I think if this woman who lost her son is able to do that, 
I am confident that everyone listening to this podcast is able to get out of that pity party and be grateful for some of the things in your life. Number three is to stop comparing yourself to others. I know right now it is so easy to blame social media for this one. Facebook and Instagram are filled with everyone else's perfect looking lives. But before social media, the victim was magazines or TV. And we pointed our fingers and blamed someone else. But unless you plan to go live in the middle of absolutely nowhere and cut yourself off from the rest of the world with no internet and cable, you're not going to be able to avoid this. If you start to be more grateful in your life, this part is going to be easier too. I know that this is hard because I constantly fight with this feeling every day. I'm on social media. I'm on all these platforms where people are smiling and happy and perfect and great and amazing. And this is a big struggle that I have personally. But if you are more grateful for the things that you have step number two, then step number three, stop comparing yourself to others will immediately be better. And if you are, which most of us are going to continue scrolling through Instagram and your feed on Facebook, when you start to look at people, stop looking at the superficial things. Take a minute and look deeper. Look at things in them like their kindness and generosity Start using the kind of comparisons that might actually be healthy for you. Some of these people that you are comparing yourself to might actually be living amazing lives and changing the world. And wouldn't it be great if you could be like that too? Get yourself a journal. Journaling is amazing. An inexpensive one, just a binder with some scrap paper. And every night before you go to bed, list three things you're grateful for. And one thing that brings you joy in your life. And when you're falling asleep, focus on these things. Do this every single night. It will take less than five minutes. And I promise you it will be one of the most powerful things you can do to help you live a happier life. By focusing on the things that you're grateful for and the things that bring joy into your life before you go to bed and thinking about them while you fall asleep, We'll start to get them into your subconscious so when you're awake and having a bad day and you're starting to feel unhappy, it'll be a lot easier to reach for these happy moments and these beautiful things in your life. The intention of this podcast was to inspire and motivate other people to get outside their box, to stop thinking and planning and hoping, and to get out and live your life. And I know I can't do that for you guys if I'm not in a happy place or a good place. I have spent the last couple of weeks with these actions in my own life and they are making a huge difference for me. And I know they can make a difference for you as well. I want to thank you guys because when I've been falling asleep and I'm thinking about the things that I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for you. I don't even know most of you. I don't even actually know most of the people listening to this podcast, but you're listening, you're emailing, you're commenting, and I know I'm making a difference and I'm grateful. I am so grateful to have all of you in my life. I'm going to make a few changes in the upcoming weeks and I'm going to start having a couple of guests 
on my podcast because I think it might get a little bit boring for you guys to be hearing my voice week after week after week. And I do have some incredible people in my life that are thinking outside the box who have taken action when they have said they were going to do it, stepped outside of the box, and are people that I find very inspiring. And I think you will as well. One thing that would really help me out, you guys, and I know a couple of you have done this for me, so thank you, but if you can please go to iTunes and leave a rating as well as a comment, it will really help me out in getting my ratings up and getting higher up in the search and rank field in the analytics with the podcast. I don't really know how it works, but I know it will help other people find me and Please continue with your questions, your comments. If there's anything I can answer for you or help you with that might get you motivated or inspired to do something you've always wanted to do in your life but you're afraid to do, please send me an email and let me know. The email is info at theallpointsroadtrip.com. I hope I gave you guys some great tips to bring more happiness into your life. Just remember, sometimes shit does happen and you're going to cry. You're going to be angry. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be unhappy. Don't beat yourself up for it. It happens. In those moments, though, when you feel yourself slipping, make a conscious effort to try and be a little bit more happy, a little more positive, because those little things really will make a huge difference. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope today, Monday, the start of the week is fabulous for you and I'm looking forward to getting more emails from you guys and I will be back next week.